Money is such a taboo topic. It has been for decades and centuries, and for as long as we can remember. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, mindset, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman, so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about money. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coraline Defroe. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening wherever you are in the world. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday and happy whatever day it is, whoever is listening at a later date. I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy you're here. Today, I have something that has been in my mind for a few few weeks, actually, and I've been really feeling into how I'm going to share this message with you. I feel that it's really important for us to understand what it is that we do, all the things that we do in life. What is it that we strive for? Why is it that we do it? And what is it going to bring to us? And how can we relate it back to humanity? How can we bring it back to the connection that we have with ourselves, with the world and with what it is that we are creating, whether it be a product, a service, a legacy, all of the above. I'm not sure you know what that may be. And if you don't, that's okay as well. I have been pondering over the last few weeks myself, and this is what today's episode is about. What is all of this really for? What what am I working towards? What is it that is is driving me? What is the commodity that I'm really after? And so then I really started looking deeper into what that meant for me, especially at the moment as I'm really exploring the way that I'm working, the way that I'm showing up in the world. And after some really dark times, as you know, I'm starting to see things in a very different light. My values are slowly shifting, very similar, but they're slowly shifting in terms of how I treat myself. I have more value on who I am as a person and how I treat myself. I have more confidence. I have more trust in who I am and my intuition. And coming from that place means that the way that I show up, the way that I do things and the reasons why I'm doing them are slightly shifting. And so I wanted to know from you, what is it that you're really looking for? And I wanted to have the same conversation with you to ask these quality questions so that you could start to look at it for yourself. So if we have a look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I'm not sure if you've heard of it before. If you haven't, chuck it into Google and you'll see it's a nice, pretty little pyramid. And it's broken up into five sections, biological and physiological, safety, love and belonging, esteem and self-actualization. And then those five sections are actually broken down into a further three. For the majority of us, our basic needs are safety and the requirements that we have biologically and physiologically, which are food, sleep, water, and from a safety perspective, it's about our security, the head, um, the head, the roof over our head, uh, health, finances. And for many of us in the world, we know that, that those basic needs are not met. Now, 
when those basic needs are met, we start to move further up in the needs hierarchy. And so we go to, we want more love and belonging and we want more esteem. So we want more respect, more status, more strength, more recognition. And from a love perspective, it's about the intimacy, the connection, the family, the friendships, and those are psychological needs. So we've gone from our basic needs to our psychological needs, and then we move into self-actualization, which is a need of self-fulfillment. And it's about meeting one's full potential in life, which is different for every person. And so I feel like this hierarchy of needs is really beautifully linked in to what I wanted to chat with you guys today about around what is it that we're really working for. Now, all of us will be at different places in this hierarchy of needs. Some of us will not have the basic needs. We won't have shelter. We won't have our health or our finances in order, or we're not happy with where they are. We don't have that safety that we are looking for. We may not have the food, the sleep, and the water that we need to ensure that we survive as humans, as someone on this planet. And so for some of us, what it means to wake up every day, what it means to go to work every day will look different to someone who's looking for their basic needs, to someone else who has their basic needs met, who has their psychological needs met, and who is working towards self-fulfillment, which is self-actualization. I really wanted to highlight this because I feel that depending on where you are in this hierarchy will depend on what you are creating, will depend on how you feel, will depend on everything that you are putting together for yourself. You can also really identify where you are at and what you are creating with where you are at in this hierarchy of needs. Let me put it into context. When you do not have your basic needs met, you will more than likely be doing a job or be doing something that brings in the money because you don't care what it takes. All you want is to have safety, shelter, food, and water to survive because the basic needs, if you do not have them, you are in survival mode. And so for someone who is in self-actualization, looking and providing advice to someone who is in basic needs will be very different. Someone who's in self-actualization has the safety, has the food and the water, and is getting enough sleep because they're not worrying. Their body is not filled with adrenaline. They are able to be at a state of calm and peace and clarity. And then they also have their love and belonging, which allows them to be in self-actualization. So we can look back at what it means for all of us to not have basic needs. So if you think about it, for the majority of us who live in a first world country, the majority of us have had to leave home at some point in time. Some of us may still be at home, but most of us have had to leave home and become adults and stand on our own two feet. And what does that look like for us? It means that we have to make sure that our basic needs are met. And so when I speak to clients and when clients say to me, I want freedom, I want more money, I want to build wealth, I always question to myself internally, I wonder where they are on the hierarchy of needs because then it allows me to really see and assist them to break down where they are at. So for you, when you say you want freedom, what does that freedom mean? And where does it sit on the hierarchy? 
when you say you want more money, is more money so you have a safe shelter, so you have better shelter, so you have shelter to yourself, just for yourself, you don't need to share it? Or do you want to have more money because you are wanting more respect, more status, more self-esteem? And I really feel that when we can get to this nitty-gritty, it makes a huge difference in understanding where we're at. If I use myself as an example, I really feel that I am moving into self-fulfillment needs. I have everything I need. My basic needs are met. I have psychological needs. They're all met too. My respect, my status, my strength, my self-esteem, my connections, the intimacy that I have in my life are amazing. And so for me right now, the way that I used to look at business, the commodities that I was after, the freedom that I was after have completely shifted. And so what I'm working for now is more about how I feel inside. It's that self-actualization. It's about what does it mean to be Coraline in this lifetime? You know, I have, let's say 50 years left to live. Maybe if I, if I'm lucky enough, I can push it to 60. I have 60 years left to live. What does it mean? What do the next 60 years look like for me? I have my basic needs. I have my psychological needs. And so I really want you to think about what, what commodity is it that you're looking for? We are all looking for different commodities. All of the commodities that we are looking for will change during the course of our life. And this hierarchy of needs, it just puts it so well. It highlights everything that we are after. And I know for me now, the commodity that I'm most after is time. Money gets me time. Wealth gets me time. In the past, I was so focused about the money that I forgot what I was really working for. I was so, so engrossed in what it meant to have money because I thought that money was going to give me the status and the strength and the recognition and the respect that I was looking for. But in reality, once I had the money, I realized that it wasn't the money that I was looking for because I already had my own respect. I already recognized myself. I didn't need it externally. So now I am moving into self-actualization, which is very much about what commodity am I after now? And it's shifted. It's gone from money to time. So what commodity are you after? What commodity makes a difference for you? To finish off, I'd really like to share with you a story about a Mexican man. And I'm sure many of you have heard this one. And I'm sure you're going to think that I've bastardized it because let's face it, I'm going to Coralineize it, if that's a thing. There was a New Yorker and a Mexican man, and, and, and the New Yorker went to, on holidays to Mexico, and he saw this, fish, this Mexican. He was a fisherman, and every day the fisherman would go out and he would, you know, go fishing, bring back some fish, and the New Yorker was, you know, observing him. And one day he approached him and said, hey, mate, you know, if you got a couple more boats, you'd have more loads, you'd have more money, you know, you'd be able to retire with a really great amount of money. As I said, I'm really bastardizing this. If you've heard it before, you're probably laughing right now, but that's okay. And the moral of the story is that the Mexican or the fisherman said to the New Yorker, so when I have all of this money, what will I do? You know, if I expand my operations, if I get more staff so that I can get more fish, so that I can sell more, what's the plan after that? What will I do with that? 
And the New Yorker said, well, then you can retire and you can do whatever you want. You can live on the beach, you can take your time, you can spend more time with your family. And the Mexican said, but I already have that. I have all that right now. So why would I waste 10, 15 years, as you've just highlighted to me, that it would take for me to do that when I can have that right now? And it's fascinating because, again, it's all perception. The life that you are living right now is envied by someone else. The Mexican, in his mind, had his basic needs, his psychological needs, and now potentially was in self-actualization and was super, super happy with his life. But someone else's basic needs, psychological needs, and self-actualization would look very, very different. And so I really want you to sit with yourself and really identify what commodity do you want? Not what Instagram tells you, not what Facebook tells you, not what your bestie wants, not what your mother wants. What do you want? Because the fisherman said it so well, I have everything I need right now. Why would I go and pursue something for the next 10 to 15 years and get back to where I am when I've lost time? His commodity was time. And so I have come to the realization that it would have been so easy for me to continue being on this rat race of being more, finding more, building more. Whereas now I am really enjoying the time that I have. I have the time freedom. I still work every day because I choose to, because I I realize that it's part of what I want to do. It's part of my intellectual requirement to continually learn and up level, but I don't feel that I have to do it in such a hurry. I don't feel like I have to beat anything or anyone. I have everything that I need right now. So go and check out the hierarchy of needs. See where you're at for you, not for anybody else. Are you the fisherman or are you the New Yorker? Have you got a bit of FOMO with where things are at for you? And what commodity are you really working for? And remember, be flexible with yourself. The commodity that you were working for 10 years ago is going to be different to the commodity that you are working for today. Most of us in our 20, the commodities that we were after were booze, right? Time to go out and party with our friends. We just wanted enough money to get a cab, pay the entry fees to the nightclub, buy a few drinks, get some dirty Maccas on the way home. And as long as we had a bed, we didn't care where it was, we could sleep in and do it all over again. In your 30s, it changes. In your 40s, it changes. In your 50s, it's going to change even more. And so on and so forth. The commodity, you know, yes, freedom. But what does freedom mean to you? And what commodity does that give you? What does money give you? Then the underlying drive is so much deeper than just the surface level of what we say we want. And everyone that I speak to, mostly, I would say 95%, wants more money and more freedom. But it just means nothing. So tell me, share with me on Instagram, share this podcast and let me know, please, what commodity are you working for? Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along on the ride that is this podcast. 
The show notes have all of the information you need. And remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Coraline Defro to follow along on all my shenanigans. And lastly, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, share with your friends so that we can all become wealthier together. If you are not already subscribed to my mailing list, I suggest you get your tushy over to my website, CoralineDefro.com, so I can shower you with gifts like I do with all of my people. I just love, love giving. So until next time, let's change the world one spare coin at a time.